Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am, of course, your host for the evening. I am the five-star man, Acer Gray. And joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How you doing tonight, Dalton? Pretty good, pretty good. Had a nice long break from work. Came back to work. Excited to be back at work. Uh... Some wrestling happened this week. Unfortunately, I played a lot of Borderlands 3 and missed Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to pause you right there because you're playing Borderlands 3 because you're too much of a coward to finish Control. And I'm not kidding when I said you're quitting like halfway through. You were. It is not a long game. I'll pick it back up. You don't worry. And you're And you're quitting before literally the best part in the game and one of the coolest things in video games in general. Is and it the I'm ashtray very, maze? Yes. All right, cool. I saw your, was it a tweet? It was a tweet. Yeah, I tweeted. Like, because I, I was going, because I also, like, just independently, like, I was, I got kind of sick of Elden Ring kicking my teeth in, and I didn't really know what else I wanted to play, and I, so I saw, and I saw that Control was on sale for, like, super cheap. Oh, so I, I got just, it for free. So I was like, Because oh. it was, uh, it was the free game of the month, like, months ago on P- PlayStation. Oh, I already bought it on PlayStation. I'm playing it. I'm, I'm replaying it on Xbox. Oh, okay. So I bought it on Xbox after I've already gotten the platinum on, on PlayStation. Uh, but I also this also comes with the DLC, and I haven't played the DLC yet, so I've started that. But no, I was going through, and I was like, I forgot how awesome this the ashtray maze is. We we don't as a society we don't talk en- co- enough about how cool the ashtray maze is. But this isn't a control podcast, as much as I would actually really love for that to be the case. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast, so we're gonna talk about wrestling. Uh, as we do each and every week, uh, we're going to start off with the power of positivity, something positive in the world of wrestling because social media and the internet can be such a downer, toxic place. This is just our chance to unabashedly gush over something that has brought us joy in the world of pro wrestling for this week. And Dalton, I'm going to let you start this week. Uh, so my, uh, power of positivity goes out to, uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, mainly because he uh, released some pictures backstage post-WrestleMania Night 2 with him and Stone Cold uh, sharing a a moment together uh, after he ceremoniously, uh, or unceremoniously, stunned him out of the ring. Still threw him a beer, but stunned him out of the ring, and just like the happiness on Pat McAfee's face to be able to do that. Because that's somebody who's had very minimal matches, um, but every time is super entertaining, uh, and was kind of done dirty at WrestleMania a little bit by the whole Vince McMahon thing. But to have that whole Stone Cold arc and then like him get that moment backstage with Stone Cold where everybody was around him like looking super happy, that was dope. That was pretty dope. That's nice. Uh, I'm going to... Mine, mine is uh, going to Eddie Kingston this week. There's a very solid chance I've already done this for Eddie. Like, I've already had Eddie Kingston be mine. But I, if I have, I'm doing it again. Uh, it's because he did the promo on it's it's on i saw it on twitter i'm sure it's on their youtube but it's on the AEW twitter for sure where he's talking about his match with daniel garcia tomorrow night on rampage or tonight on rampage depending on when you're listening to this or maybe even last night on rampage i don't know what your schedule looks like but he's he's doing his match and it's it's an eddie kingston promo so it's 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 already good because it's eddie kingston but the way he closes it by saying you reap what you sow, but guys like me, I don't reap. I just sow. No, I fucked it. God damn it. I don't sow. I just reap. It's something like that. It sounded... Yeah. See, I, I am me. Eddie <laughs> Kingston is Eddie Kingston. One of these things sounded cooler than the other. Because, <laughs> yeah, he definitely, he definitely says, I don't sow. I just reap. Which is... That's pretty. A ba- that's a pretty. It, it's a badass line, and it's Eddie pretty Kingston, dope line. so he delivers it uh, amazingly, which is just fantastic. So, and then one last thing before we get into the news, a uh, quick plug for our friends up at Glory Pro Wrestling up in St. Louis, Missouri. They have a big show this coming Sunday. It is the it is the Glory Pro show coming from the pageant. And if you're not local, if you if you don't know, the pageant is an iconic venue in St. Louis. Uh, typically, I've seen comedy acts there. I've been to concerts there. But this is the first pro wrestling show to take place at the pageant. 
and that is awesome. This is an absolutely stacked show. Uh, Jake Something versus Minoru Suzuki is on the card. Uh, the Crown of Glory Championship uh, is going to be Mike Outlaw defending against Davey Richards. Uh, Effie will be there. Allie Ketch will be there. Lainey Luck will be there. Uh, Grindhouse, formerly known as Besties in the World, taking on the interdimensional... Oh, what are they called? What is it? The interdimensional mega powers of Dan the Dad and Dan Housen. <laughs> uh, Camaro Jackson will be there. Um, just it's I'm I'm very much looking forward to this show. Uh, Rohit Raju will be there. There's just it's it's when it's a sacked card. I sent you a handful of matches and I'm very, very excited for the show. And also, it's just a huge deal that the pageant is letting wrestling happen at at their venue. So, yeah. I am super stoked for that. If you're there and you see me, come say hi. I will probably be very awkward, but I will be excited to talk to you. So do that. Oh, no. Did everything die? Don't tell me everything died. You're still recording, right? Yeah, no. Okay. okay. That was a brief. There was a brief panic because you like everything on Discord froze and then I couldn't switch tabs on my browser. So I was like, oh, no, everything is gone. I'm going to pull up Audacity real quick. Just make sure. Yeah, everything looks like it's still going. So, yeah, we'll professionalism. That's what Hell we shoot yeah. for. But going into the news of the week, starting things off with arguably the biggest, most exciting news to come out of wrestling this week. It happened just a couple days ago last night on AEW Dynamite. It, it's something that has been long speculated it's been something that people have talked about for a long time but now it looks like it is official and it is that hook will face danhausen at some point we don't know when we didn't get the full <laughs> that's that's the face i was looking for that's the that was such a fun segment that was almost my power of positivity but i was like no i can i can annoy dalton with this <laughs> the the reaction that just all of that segment got did you see did you watch this yeah okay yeah so one when danhausen pops up huge pop yeah when he gets into the ring huge pop and then when he does the you won't be cursed by danhausen then you will fight danhausen and the place just comes unglued (laughs) and it made me so happy so i don't know when this is gonna happen i'm assuming they can't just save this for double or nothing uh which is this needs this needs to be the show. This needs to be the matches on the show that we're actually going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. If, they, if we. Oh, if we get this. If they. If they hold this off until June. Yeah. That would be like past double. Like no, it's not even on double or nothing. It's past double or nothing. Yeah. I, that'd be ridiculous. I wouldn't complain. But yeah. Maybe, let's hey, say what we what we may get instead, and this is just nothing but speculation. And, and I know this isn't an original thought in the sense that other people have been have been talking about it already. But what we could get instead is the team of Hookhausen winning the AEW tag titles. Also at the fine show in with St. That. Louis. Also fine with that. Because, you know, it, there's 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 a trope in wrestling that I do enjoy, and it's the odd couple tag team. Yeah. You know, so Rock and Sock Connection, Head Cheese with Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Hell, that's how the bar started. The bar, yeah, the bar. Uh, my favorite one that I don't see get mentioned nearly enough Matt Hardy and MVP. Oh, that was a good one. He made him fight Evander Holyfield. MVP made Matt Hardy fight Evander Holyfield because they in were New York. They were the tag team champions while they were actively feuding for the United States Championship. Yeah. And basically, MVP was being like, "No, we already have a tag title defense. I can't defend the U.S. title against you. We got to yeah. defend the tag titles." Just oh, it's so good. It's so good. But no, Hookhausen could be a fun. I do think Hook works better as a solo act, but that is the one exception I will make, is if they, he teams with Danhausen. Because Danhausen's like a great point guard in the NBA. He makes <laughs> everyone around him better. That, uh, like, that after the show went dark uh, segment with uh, the BCC and Danhausen, where he curses Regal, and Regal sells it so oh, much, perfectly, too. Like... <laughs> I watched it and just, it was the most wholesome thing in the world. I loved it. Who is, like, the, who is the demon masked man? 
<laughs> the first thing he says on commentary is when Danhausen comes out and he asks him who the demon is. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. But no, that's not the real story, number one. The real story, number one, is, of course, Tony Khan bringing out the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling and then being interrupted. But ultimately, the announcement is AEW and New Japan doing a joint pay-per-view called The Forbidden Door, because of course it is. Yeah. Uh, June 26th, in, uh, live on pay-per-view from Chicago. And, oh boy. I, so, I'm going to get my one bit of, bit of skepticism out of the way, because I do ultimately think this is the, a really cool thing, and this could be, like, one of the coolest shows ever. My only thing is they have to work together about like who goes over who because anytime you have the one group and another group you know clashing neither group wants to look like the lesser one like neither group wants to look lesser so are we probably gonna get some screwy finishes probably are we gonna get like tag matches where it's like one AEW person and one new japan person versus one AEW person and one new japan person probably that said if there's two companies that can make it work it'll probably be AEW and, and yeah. new japan it's just i hope we get like more clean finishes and stuff versus you know the how one-sided the impact partnership felt like you know what oh I mean? yeah 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 so I, but like I said, overall, I am super excited. We're already getting, uh, I think Adam Cole even said himself, like, we're going to get a taste of it on Rampage where it's him versus Ishii in a qualifier for the Owen Cup. So that is going to be stupid. But Dalton, I'm 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 just guessing that you have thought about this already because I didn't tell you to prepare anything for this. Yeah. Do you have, like, what is your, what is your number one match to come out of this? Like, what do you want to see? Uh, well, there, there are the obvious ones, like, uh, Kenta versus Punk is the one that everybody's like clamoring for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one I that want... Kenta posted about wanting. Yeah, it's the one that he even said. I would love uh, Okada versus Hangman. Um, just because it's one of those they were like, Hangman was doing New Japan shows whenever Okada was like peak Okada. Mm-hmm. And the, like, not saying that Okada has waned at all, but like, it's one of those that I would love to see that match happen i think that would be really good um the one that i want to see the most and i don't know why i want to see this one as bad as i do but i really because i like dumb shit in wrestling um (laughs) i want mjs mjf versus yano that is my that is the one i want the most i don't know if that's one that's been speculated a lot it's just the one that if you're just like AEW versus new japan who you got and i'm like yano versus mjf and the winner is me um because I fucking love Yano, and you, we've had this conversation. I just have an adoration for that person. He has figured out comedy and wrestling perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want MJF being so fucking over his shit. Just not having, not knowing how to deal. Yeah. Of just and like, just being, what are you... Yeah, and just being fed up with it. Um, I do want a special appearance, appearance by my favorite um, Chaos member and yours. Wait, no, it's Ka- No, it's not Chaos. Oh my god. Rapongi Vice. No, no, no. Rapongi Vice. That's Chaos, right? I think so. All right, cool. I want my favorite Chaos member to show up. Um, as, as uh, Sue, I want her to be there. Yeah. Uh, not wrestling I've... anybody. I just want her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just fuck. I fucked up trying to figure. out. I was like, is it Chaos? And I'm like, no, it's definitely Chaos. Um, let her yeah. let her drive Rapongi Vice to the ring. Yeah. Or oh my just... god. <laughs> In a Chaos themed minivan. Mm-hmm. Fucking let's go. I'm. I'm excited for this show. It's one of those things that, like, it's not the end-all, be-all excitement that I could have had for it if we haven't been having New Japan sprinklings in for, the, like, the last two years. It's super cool, and I think that it is amazing that we are getting this show on American soil. I, it's just one of those where I'm like, well, yeah, of course they're going to do this. They've been working together for, like, two years now. Like, we've been seeing New Japan guys at AEW all the fucking time. Yeah. It's just now to have, like, this be this be one be official and so like actual new japan branding yeah because everything we've gotten has been like suzuki or ishii in aew and like yeah they're from new japan but it's not like a new japan stamp on it 
Yeah. Like, so like this is, uh, I will say, I, I'm not surprised at all. You said Yano. And I also want to point out that of all of the matches or the, pretty much within the first like 24 hours now, I have seen Yano brought up more than anybody. And it's because yes. one of the, one of the meme pages I saw, uh, that I follow posted a picture of Moxley in the ring and Yano like laughing, superimposed over him. And it was just like Moxley's reaction when he realizes he may have to wrestle Yano again. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a flashback <laughs> thing, uh, and then Evil Uno saying "Give me Yano," so that would be a lot of fun. Uh, oh my God, Asa! What if for one night only, Yano joined the Dark Order? I would buy this pay per view as many times. I would make new Gmail accounts just <laughs> to buy this pay per view again. There's easier ways, but you know that's fine. Um, I will. <laughs> I. Oh my God, I. I'm trying to think of like, cause LIJ is so different at this point, but I do absolutely want to see Andrade do something with Naito. I don't care if they wrestle. I would love for them to wrestle. Uh, I don't care if they like LIJ reforms with him. Like it's him, Naito and Sonata versus I honestly, at that point, whoever, like, yeah. I don't care. Like put any three I'm good with. Uh, actually, you know what I want now that I say it out loud. Andrade, Naito, Sonata, BCC. Dude, that'd be dope. In a, in a six-man. I, I would want that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other... And since we've mentioned BCC twice, I just want to shout out them really quick. This, this should have been my power of positivity. The fact that those three people were able to make Wheeler Yuta a mother star over the course of like a month and a half... Like, he was over with the best friends, and I will say that, but, like, the level of, like, the crowd backing him now is so much more. Mm -hmm. And it's just a testament to how great the, and, like, and again, it's not a shot at the best friends at all. It's just one of those things where it's, like, whenever they started teasing it, and I was like, well, that's that's different. And then, like, where it's, like, one of my favorite things to see on Dynamite now. Well, it, it, it was something people really wanted because Yuta very much has, is very good at that style. Yeah. And I know there were some, there was a not a vocal minority even, but like there was some not outrage, but there was some pushback whenever it looked like he was getting paired with the best friends initially, because they're like, I, we don't need him to be jokey. Like that's there's still very much a jokey faction. But no, him fitting into BCC is essentially like what a lot of people wanted to see anyway. Like yeah. so th- then. I, you know, there's, there's the, the other name for basically whenever it looked like when that story first started between Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, I almost did it. I, I, I started to say Danielson, but then I shortened it to, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you're good. Brian Danielson and Moxley. And he was like, no, we should, you know, we should be a thing. People immediately were talking about Daniel Garcia joining and up with them. Wheeler Yuta joining up with them and Lee Moriarty. Yeah. So those those were the three. And now that Garcia is very firmly entrenched in the Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, <laughs> we could I mean, we could eventually still get that Lee Moriarty part of it, which would also be very cool. But it, it'll be it, it is very it's very good to see how one, how the crowd has accepted Wheeler Yuta in that role, but also just how well he's fit in that role on his own. Yeah. Because it's, I don't think it's a surprise. Like he is someone that could be a very big deal, and how, now wait, he's given that I, platform. Just because you said it out loud, and I thought of a different match, uh, Naito versus Andrade. Yeah, that's what I said. I said that either like them wrestling each other or joining. Us. Oh, my bad, my bad. I just want them to do something together. Either yeah, no, I just my brain crapped out at the three man or the the six man tag idea, and I was like, that would be cool. And I'm like, I would really like to see them wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. That was all you, Asa. I'm sorry. I'm a piece yeah. of shit. No, you're, you're good. Uh, why would you listen to the only other person on this Discord call? That's Makes sense. not listening. I just, my brain crapped out. It's two different things. So, What's the next story, Asa? I, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we're done talking about No, uh, or do you want to talk about it more? more? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, no, I actually had a pretty groundbreaking revolutionary matchup, but now I'm just going to... Uh, no, I want to hear it. Not gonna, well, too bad. You should uh, You should have not. Uh, Is if, it you're Yana- listen- if you're listening to this and you have a great idea for a matchup, please, please, please send it to at nerdiest part on Twitter, because if there's one thing that I eat up, it is fantasy matchups. 
Like, I just, I, I love it. Because it's always, it always ends up being like, why, of course, I didn't think of Wardlow versus Jeff Cobb. But I want to see Wardlow versus Jeff Cobb now, because that's just a thing that is in my head. Uh, um, so, yeah, let us know on Twitter if there's a match that you want to see or how you think they're going to handle it. Because I also am curious if it is going to be a, is it going to be fully AEW versus New Japan? Or are we going to have alliances like how Jay White is aligned with Adam Cole and the Bucks? But the you know Bullet Club, but Bullet Club has always kind of done their own thing, so it'll be it, I don't know. It'll be how fun. happy how happy would you be if they brought in the uh, Impact portion of like so if we got like Chris Bay, that'd be cool. It, I mean, it depends on who they get and like how they're used. Because yeah. again, like I think the the AEW partnership with Impact was a net positive for Impact from a business perspective, but from like a storyline perspective, I think that it made. It made the AEW people look a lot better than the Impact yeah. people did coming out of it, unless you were the it, Good Brothers. And, and we got some, we got some cool shit like Christian winning the Impact title. Yeah, and like there was some cool shit in there. It's, I just, I don't see what good it would be if AEW just shat on him. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I really mm-hmm. hope it doesn't, um, because man, that would suck. Because there is a lot, like there's not a lot of carryover, but there's enough crossover where it's like, well, hell, it would be cool if we got. Young uh, Young Bucks versus, like, Rapongi 3K, or, like, one of those teams that we saw right before the Young Bucks left, we were able to run some of those matches back. Um, It's a shame that... Go ahead. I I have a vote for the Young Bucks match, though, already. What do you got? Gorillas of Destiny. That was the other one I was going to say, but I was like, but there is some, like... Oh, no, all of that Bullet Club shit phased out because they got, like booted from it they got they they got kicked out of bullet club and the good brothers are back in bullet club and that happened at one of the impact pay-per-views okay yeah no then i want i want that match i'm with you asa i want gorillas of destinies versus young bucks that's who i want yeah because like Um, the the young bucks aren't technically in bullet club anymore but are they because jay white is the leader of bullet club but it's i think they could do some cool stuff with that and that's kind of why i'm hoping that we're not getting just a flat aew versus new japan show and yeah. that it's more of a collaborative story effort and honestly with kind of the reluctancy that new japan had at the beginning of aew's formation that i i would like to think that they pretty much entered this agreement like already locked in of just like okay you're not just gonna shit on our guys we're not yeah. just going to shit on your guys. Like it has to be mutually beneficial. And that's and what really makes, I think has me most excited for this show. And like, I will give uh, new Japan the benefit of the doubt on the whole, like that thing seemed to like really put a strain on a lot of the relationships that way. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those where it's like, man, you really like new Japan. That's a, like they're an established brand. And it's like, Hey, two of your guys are, st- well, three, three of your guys are starting up their own company in America. Uh, and I can see them being like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna sit this one out for a hot second. We're gonna, we're gonna see where this goes. It just happened that like COVID happened right after and they were like, well, we have some of our guys over there that like can't come over here right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we at least trust you guys to not fuck with them and give them work. So and that, I-, I think that re- I, it's, I will say it's a positive from COVID where I think that it kind of built that relationship a lot faster than it would have happened without the situations that happened. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I will say too, I think I, one of the, again, one of the only downsides to it is I think that this is happening at the worst possible time as far as new Japan goes, just because they have been so screwed over by COVID and it's been kind of in a, not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like new Japan has kind of been in a little bit of a lull. Yeah. And, but this is also this at the same time, this could be something to reignite that, like, this could be a amazing kickoff point yeah. for New Japan. Like, it would not surprise me if the New, if the New Japan title was defended against, a, if it was just two New Japan people, like not even a, a AEW person involved in that match. But like yeah. a big New Japan, you know, the the championship defense or maybe not even, you know, the the heavyweight championship, but like a tag title or even one of the junior uh, title, the junior weight titles. Just as a, you know, like, hey, here's a platform. If you don't know New Japan World, get New Japan World. 
man and, you, you know, know what i just all of these follow and you so you can follow along with all of these people that some people are going to be seeing for the first time some people you know like us we've seen wrestle before you know what i just realized and it's gonna like lead into a different story that Kushida's is not is going to be on his 90 day no compete whenever this happens not necessarily uh oh he has an nxt well, it, one, it's one. It would be an NXT contract, but also with just you know we can we can burn into that real quick. Um, Sorry, I just I just no. Had it's that fine. Thought. It's, it's yeah. a solid. It's a solid transition, and it, I need you to know that when I have these notes laid out, it, it, that isn't a hard. Okay, we have to talk about this first. We have to talk about this second. It's nothing like that. So that's a that's a solid transition too. Uh, it was revealed earlier this week by Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, uh, April eighteenth, that Kushida has left WWE. Um, but here's the thing, Dalton, is it may not have been an actual release. It's possible. That, I don't know if we ever got, I don't know if we ever got confirmation of this or not. So grain of salt here is it's entirely possible that his deal just expired. Mm-hmm. So if his deal expired or if his contract expired, there is no non-compete. And it, yeah. he could just be free to show up whenever, wherever, whenever. And but he, like you said, even if he did, uh, even if it was a release, then it's also entirely possible that he had the 30 day NXT contract, which would put him that he'd be able to do it because it's what, what would I say it was June 26th? Yeah, and we're in the, April 21st right now. So so that's well, that's way more than enough time. Yeah, like he could, if it was May 26th, he could be there. Yeah, because so. it's one of those, like, Kushida was one of my favorite things to watch in New Japan. So mm-hmm. I was like, I remember whenever they signed him, I was super excited because it was him, Garza, and Swerve were, like, the, that signing set mm-hmm. to the Performance Center. And I was like, this is so cool. I really don't know Garza at all, but, like, they have Shane Strickland and Kushida now. NXT's about to be dope. And I was right for a little bit. Yeah, and then the NXT 2.0 stuff happened, and he really didn't do hardly anything yeah so. they like put him in a singlet for a while uh it was weird i'm happy like as long as he gets to be creatively fulfilled in the like world of wrestling like that dude can always go back to new japan his shit was always super over mm-hmm. um i just want him to be happy as a performer that being said i'm kind of stoked that he's not with wwe anymore because i feel like he can have better things to do for himself yeah but uh, it's also one of those he may have seen the writing on the walls and wasn't super thrilled with being there. And so he didn't re up the, the contract. I yeah. would say that probably the uh, more than a, more than a non-compete clause would probably be like a work visa issue because oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how that goes, but he, he made, you know, maybe he signs like a quickie contract with AEW or something, or even like new Japan to, to get the visa issue work. sorted before the show. And he could, potentially be there because that was the speculation a lot of people believed him to be returning to new japan so and that's where i want him to go this is the one where if you're like where do you want him to go new japan that's the first and last answer yeah and that's why i didn't ask you because i knew that's what it was that's what it was going to be because like it that is i i am at the point now where i don't want to see people go to AEW because like now it's officially gotten to like maximum bloat mm -hmm. and even with two brands like would it be cool to see Kushida on Ring of Honor? Yes. But until I see what Ring of Honor actually becomes, just figure out your own roster and then add people. That's fair. Until then, we are at capacity. And it, it's I, I, I'm kind of with you there. Like, I'm not saying that I absolutely want no one else to go, because if there was another big like name or something, it's just kind of like, yeah, they'll go and they'll have meaningful stuff to do. It may not be on Dynamite or Rampage, but like... There's still cool stuff on Dark and Dark Elevation. Just, you know, it's it's not on the same level. Yeah. Uh, Kushida has left WWE. Mark that. Um, in very unfortunate news, uh, Virgil has stated that he suffered a series of strokes and is at the early stages of dementia. And Virgil is such a polarizing character on the internet. And when I say character, I mean like a presence that it's, it's, it's super unfortunate. Like you don't, this is something that, you know, whether you, you love him or you hate him or, you know, whatever, but it's, it is important to, to remember 
that behind the you know the meat sauce stuff and the the fuck you pay me virgil is an actual human being and and this is this is really terrible news dementia is legitimately like one of my greatest fears both getting it myself or someone close to me getting it because like i have been very fortunate that um you know when my great grandma was was towards the end like she she didn't go like it wasn't full on dementia but she was absolutely like losing memory and things like that and it was just so difficult to see and to anyone having to deal with this is just absolutely heartbreaking i've seen it personally three times um my great aunt and uncle they passed away like 2014 2015 respectively they both got it which was wild um to see like literally back to back and then uh my great grandma that just passed away she was dealing with it for like the last year Mm-hmm. and it's a like it's a motherfucker um it's one of those like it's like one of those things like the amount of times i've gotten hit in the head i'm kind of it, like i i won't be surprised if it happens to me well i mean i won't be surprised at all if it happens to me because i that's how that works um but like it wouldn't surprise me if like it ends up being a thing with me down the line um but it's like yeah i wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy of just like the not being present in your own body for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. and like yeah no like you said the craziness that is virgil um like love him or hate him you don't wish that on someone and it's a it's a bummer that he's going through it yeah so all of our best to virgil and his friends and family because this is just you know it, it, it the worst part and the scariest part is there's not a there's no cure there are treatments that can like slow down the effects but it's just it's kind of an inevitability and it that, that that is terrifying to me so i just you know again all the best to virgil his family and friends and just you know hopefully something can be done or i, I don't even know you know what to say at that point um, but moving on into the next story we have a couple of potential nxt name changes um this is reported by mike johnson this was reported on april 16th um apparently there were a large number of these that were floating around and a couple of them have been debunked uh dakota kai was one that had been debunked um and there was another one that i thought i saw that that had been as well but mike johnson from pw insider is reporting that former american ninja warrior star casey catanzaro will be going forward under the ring name katana chance okay which that certainly is a name. Uh, and then former NXT UK women's champion Kaylee Ray will be known as Alba Fire. F Y R E. F Y R E. Oh my God. As in, why the fuck do you do this? Um, it, it's not even like I like I, Kaylee Ray's fine. I'm not like super hot or cold about her. But that's dumb. And that's saying something, because I thought Katana Chance was dumb. Uh, that is, that, uh, Alba Fire with a Y is big dumb. Uh, Katana Chance just sounds like two words they put together. Uh, it sounds like the shittiest SoundCloud rapper. Alba Fire is legit stupid. Because you're spelling it F-Y-E-R. Okay, you got me, WWE. Neither are offensive, both are dumb as hell. Got it. Yeah, I, uh... There we go. I needed to double check and see that the... Used on the independent scene. Alba Fire. So these names have changed. I haven't watched NXT yet, so these may have already happened. Um, But the... Oh, the other one was Indy Hartwell. Oh no. That was the um Please tell me the, that was the one that was debunked. That was one of the ones that was debunked. Oh. Um, oh thank God. Cuz that's such a cool yeah. name. Fightful so this is from what culture Fightful Select reported that they'd been contacted by readers about new names for Dakota Kai and Indy Hartwell. The two NXT women would be renamed Clarice Rivers and Indiana Hallow. <laughs> uh, 
but Fightful has confirmed that that rumor was not true. And so these may have already been made official. Let me go to the NXT roster and see what Clarice. it says. Clarice! I probably the... should have done this before the show started. No, you're good. I just, all right, cool, whatever. They're going to keep changing people's names and I'm going to keep like hating everything. That's fine. Well, this goes, this, this kind of goes hand in hand with a new, seemingly new decree that, oh God, I forgot they did that. But the, the a new decree that basically no one is going to going forward no one is going to either keep their real name if they're competing under their real name and they will not be able to compete under their indie name so if they were if they were already you know known as something when they got signed they will be getting a name change and it seems like that is happening after the crap after the fact because keep in mind okay so casey catanzaro and kaylee ray are both listed as such on the wwe website people are just kind of saying that it's an inevitability that the name actually gets changed because, but that was what I was saying about Walter. Whenever it was announced that Walter was getting his name changed to Gunther, it was because WWE wanted to own it and they wanted, they wanted sole ownership of whatever he's going to go by. And I would be willing to bet that that is the same. So, but, and they want to NXT or NXT level up and, and, and see when the next, their next appearance and see what they're called because, and they wonder why they can't make new stars. Of, I, of all of the things that they do, though, I will say this is like the least egregious. Like changing someone's name is, is dumb and it's unnecessary. I'm not arguing that. Okay. But it, 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 you know, it was the same thing, the same discussion we had whenever like, oh, it's Finn Balor. It, uh, it doesn't matter. Now, yes, it's clearly different if they change the name before they debut, before they've wrestled on television, before they've yeah. been tele- they've been champions on TV under a given name, especially okay. when there's not a gimmick change to go with it. Can I I'm going to and I'm going to argue this with you, Asa. That's fine. All right. So uh, you say Finn Balor. Whenever you say Finn Balor's name change, two things come into mind. Um, Hideo Itami and Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. If you remember how those name changes happened, um Hideo, they literally changed Kenta's name in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Balor, they did a similar thing, but they did it on a house show, but it was almost like carbon copy what they did. But they mm-hmm. didn't, I don't think they did it like on NXT TV proper. Um, why did Hideo Itami and Finn Balor get signed to WWE? Because they're really good at what they do. They're really right. good wrestlers. So they can be a really good wrestler under Finn Balor or Prince Devitt or Kenta or Hideo Itami, right? Mm-hmm. But they got signed because of their wrestling. Why did Casey Catanzaro get signed to WWE? Because she was a American Ninja Warrior. So uh, her com- so her name value is what got her signed, not her wrestling ability. No, it was her athletic ability, not her name. Because if you're telling me that an American Ninja Warrior competitor has enough of a name brand to be like, we will give you a contract, you're wrong. Uh, I'm only saying... That was strictly a, we see how amazingly athletic you are, you could probably be really good at this, or if anything, we can mold you into something that we can use. Yes, how did they... How did they... um... Oh, what's the word I'm... How did they uh, present her? Discover her? her? Find her? No, 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 no. How did they present her when she first showed up? I don't remember. Uh, as American, athletic. as American Ninja Warrior winner Casey Catanzaro, mm-hmm. like that is like, and I'm not being mean. Uh, she is progressing at a good rate. She is getting better every time I see her. But she was signed because she won American Ninja Warrior. Like she could be as athletic as she wanted, and if she was just a, a super freak athlete that she is and didn't win American Ninja Warrior, um, they either a wouldn't sign her, or b they could sign her. And I don't care what they call her at that point. But when you have somebody and you poster or you plaster her as American Ninja Warrior winner Casey Catanzaro, and then you change your name, you're literally changing the only thing that like really seems to be the crux of it. Because it's not like whenever they put Baron Corbin out, they didn't say former Arizona Cardinals defensive lineman Baron Corbin. Because for one, you can't do that because you can't look that name up on the Arizona Cardinals roster list because that name doesn't exist because that's not what he his name is 
it's just one of those things where I'm like, you're changing the name of somebody whose name is important to their gimmick. So two things that you're wrong yes. about. Okay. One, you can absolutely still say American Ninja Warrior winner Katana Chance. She won the American Ninja Warrior. She did. It's under a different name, but she did it. That's and real two, dumb. And, That's uh, real dumb. But they can and probably will. Two, okay. uh, they absolutely talked about Baron Corbin's time in the NFL. They just, he's like, he's a former, like, they don't list it as former wide receiver or whatever, but they did talk about, they have talked about his his time in the NFL. His Golden Gloves boxing career was not under Baron Corbin, but they talk about that every time he throws a punch. It, it, it doesn't matter. Now, I will say, because for American Ninja Warrior, is it's a fun show. Obviously, they can do things that I couldn't do if given 100 years to prepare for. Like, I would be one of the people that's fallen on the first step of the first challenge. I understand that. Not a single person sees American Ninja Warrior Champions like, oh shit, I need to pay attention to this. No one can name a single winner of the American Ninja Warrior Challenge except for her. And it's only if you're a wrestling fan do you know her. It's not, no one gives a shit. That is not the name value that, that, that I think you're trying to present it as. Now, if you if the argument it's, you, if the argument you were making was, what was it back in the nineties? The NFL play, like the all star, the NFL all star, like champion. I wasn't going to bring up the Sean Merriman thing yeah, again, but that's the thing is it, that is a much better example of like, why would you change his name? This dude is a known entity in sport fandom. There are more people who know who he is than most of the lower card on, or than most of the people on NXT at the time. Yeah, That is a name change that is egregious and stupid. But for someone like, okay, and again, I don't mean this to sound as disrespectful as it's coming across, but like for someone like Casey Catanzaro, who gives a shit? Kaylee, I'm surprised you're arguing that and not Kaylee Ray. Well, who here's one, the thing. has had like the stellar uh, indie career, but you really can't because you kind of proved my own point when you were saying like, no, Finn Balor and... Kenta that's why that's why be... I wasn't going to make that argument because I yeah. am like that one is egregious <laughs> to me because it's just a good wrestler under a different name, which happens mm-hmm. all the fucking time. But she got signed because she is a really good wrestler, right. whereas Casey Catanzaro got signed. And like, I'm not being like, it sounds like we're being really shitty towards her. Neither of us feel this way. We're <laughs> just giving different reasons why this name changes either whatever or what the fuck. Um just that's how they presented her asa that's like that was her gimmick for a while do you remember whenever she did the royal rumble and the only thing she did of note was i think she did the kofi kingston spot where she like got almost eliminated then jumped back and then whenever she did the fucking she did did her entrance where she like koala bears up the ring post yeah um which again i kind of want to see see her do on the older ring post because i feel like that would be more difficult um but i just that one's dumb that one is real dumb because it's it goes against what they've packaged her as. But go okay, ahead. But you have to keep in mind that that is no longer her character. Do what you remember when NXT 2.0 ha- kicked off? And I need her- you to know I, I haven't seen her in NXT 2.0 because I stopped watching by the time she would have showed up. Uh, it was like week two, so... <laughs> yes, so exactly it, what I said. We... It, we got the... No, we saw this. It was the same show that had the, the Aikamanjiro uh, pooping himself videos. Did it happen before or after that? No, it happened during that show. Oh, okay. It, it was on that same show because it was, the, it was that show that they aired like a million different vignettes for people. Mm-hmm. One of them was for her tag team. I can't remember her tag team partner's name. Caden Carter. Caden Carter. Thank you. It, it was because now they're like rave girls. Oh God! <laughs> they go to raves. They wear the. They got the neon. They got the the fuzzy. But like it, they were basically just in rave getup. I hate NXT 2.0. So well, I mean, they. I don't think they've really been seen much since then. But still hate it. <laughs> so now it's so now your argument is totally out the window because she's not American Ninja Warrior. She's party yeah, girl. Yeah, Carter, call her party girl. Jesus, party girl. Yay. So <laughs> all right. Cool. Anyway, if they change your name to that, perfectly cool with it. Party girl, party girl, yay. Caden, Caden Carter and party girl, yay. Okay, so no, it's it's party girl, yay, and party girl, boo, because we need another odd couple tag team. Um, Jesus. <laughs> you, oh, come on. You love a good yay, boo. <laughs> Everyone who watches wrestling loves it. it was good. So this was almost, no, you know what? It's going to be, it's going to be mine for next week unless something tops it. So never mind. Okay. Um, 
Moving on, though, uh, Jack Evans has uh, tweeted out. He made a statement saying, "My time with AEW has been a fun and enjoy has been fun and enjoyable, but it has come to an end as I will not be re-signed when my contract ends at the end of April. I'd like to thank everyone at AEW and the AEW fans for the opportunity." So, a little contract update there. He will not be resigning. He did. Someone asked him about Angelico, and he said that would be a you would have to talk to him because it's not his place to discuss the details of his contract. And also he doesn't, he doesn't entirely know the details of his contract. So they may have, they may have signed at different dates. They may have different expiration dates, but he left that up to him to kind of go over his own contract news. So that's a bummer. Um, But I will say he had a, someone said that it was heartless to do this which no they didn't cut him they didn't fire him they're just his contract ended it's a bummer to see but you can't say it's heartless but he he responded with not it's part of the business not to diss myself but i wasn't giving any added value to the company truthfully and with a big roster you do got to make cuts so yeah it seems like he's come to terms with it he's okay with it he'll go back to uh mexico I mean, well, I, given his troubles with the law that he was going through, maybe not Mexico. I was going to say back to the Indies, but I thought he lived in Mexico, though. Oh, he might. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. I just remember that wasn't. I'm not being offensive or mean or anything. I think that no, I know. lives in Mexico. No, I just meant like I don't because his if you remember his Twitter saga of being like blackmailed by the oh, police yeah. down there. That's right. If that was happening to me, I would not be in a big hurry to go back. But if he lives down there, then that's another story. So, um, but yeah, so that's a couple bit of contract updates between him and Kushida both. And then last bit of news before we get to the playing with ourselves segment is one of my favorite WWE Network originals is returning. Uh, Table for three comes back Friday night, tomorrow night, and it is the Angle Academy. It's Kurt Angle, Chad Gable, and Otis, and that is going to be a ton of fun because Otis and Gable are like real life best friends. And Kurt Angle is someone who I know they greatly look up to and respect and admire because they're all Olympic level amateur wrestler, just legends. So that's going to be a ton of fun. I'm very excited to see that. I hope it stays more to the nature of what the show originally was, where it's just three dudes sitting around talking and having a good conversation and they don't try to make like an Otis eating joke. Like he doesn't say anything because he's too busy just eating all the food no i just i don't i no they don't but on table for three they don't really do that i think like the most that's what i'm saying is i'm really hoping they stick to what the format has been established as and don't go into that because i think the most jokey table for three was the new day one but that's because i don't think those three people can be around each other without cracking jokes like i'm i'm willing to say that a really like not mean-spirited but like if we saw it was like Ooh, that was rough. Joke about Biggie's neck wasn't already texted to him at one point by one of the other two. Not even in a mean way, but just like they just fuck with each other all the time. That yeah. was one of the best parts about the New Day's podcast. Oh, nothing yeah, was, was nothing was better than the the tournaments in just how shitty one would get because their favorite thing. Like they were like, "Oh, I know you guys are gonna burn me. I, you're gonna burn me on the Golden Girls. Well, you burn me on the Golden Girls, so I'm gonna get you here. Like, don't worry, I'll get you back." Like, it's mm-hmm. one of those things, like, that was probably the most jokey Table for Three. Table for Three is also one of my favorite things that the network gave us. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see it back. And that's a really good three. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, I could do without Otis if they would have swapped it out for Shelton Benjamin. Because I feel like Gable, Benjamin, and uh, Angle would be awesome. I would but, rather it. I would rather it be a angle, Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas table for three. That would also be cool. But if, if they're doing it like this, no, I I think keep Otis and Gable together. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Benjamin do stuff like that. Like, give me a table for three. That's Lashley, uh, Lashley MVP and Benjamin. Like, I think or uh, Cedric Alexander. Like any variation of those four, I yeah. think that could be really cool. Um. Or even, I mean, or just, you know, run it back. Any kind of, like, amateur wrestling people with it would be just super cool. Yeah. I just want more Shelton Benjamin comment. Content. Jesus. Go back 
two. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> no, yeah, I do. No, it's. I'm. I don't know why it's. I thought you broke for a second. I was like, well, do, do we not like Shelton Benjamin anymore? No, no. I'm just, my computer is making me nervous this week and I don't Oh, uh, you're that, good. So, um, um but that was yeah, last go, thing. yeah, that we was the it. last thing for the news going into playing with ourselves, uh, an update on something that I'm very excited about. And I actually kind of love this at last night's AEW show. They recorded chants for the game. So like they had the crowd do chants for to, to be played in the audio of the game. And Tony Khan said that the name of the game is going to be Fight Forever. And I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that's super cool. September cannot get here fast enough. Excuse me. Very rude. I'm very unprofessional. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait for that game. I can't wait to learn more about it. I'm excited to see like, I really hope we they go all out with the marketing to where like, you know how WWE always usually does the, I don't think they really did this year, but the IGN countdowns and yeah, no, they did. Play, did well, they, they didn't do, they didn't do it on IGN, but they, I think they did stuff on G4 because of Xavier Woods. Cause that's whenever we had King Woods changing people's ratings. Yeah. But that was like after the game came out, I thought. Nope. It was before it was before. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I hope we get, I hope we get stuff like that, like an IGN first look or just some kind of, really big lead up to a roster reveal and because this is going to have the opposite of AEW problem or of wwe 2k problems of instead of them firing everyone that's in the game how are they going to get all these people who were hired into the game so if we're going be- by if we're going by wwe rules just like basic ones and i i am going off a precedent that is not with this company so please take it with a giant grain of salt mm-hmm. but the roster cutoff tends to happen like a month after mania so that's going into April, and then the game comes out in October, usually. that's And that's just me using normal precedent. This was kind of a weird situation with 2K22. Um, but, so that's from April to September is whenever that cutoff, like, we don't get new people. If you show up after April, like, there's you're not in the game. Uh, if you show up in April, it's like a 50-50. Um, so... If we are getting that and it starts in September, any person that shows up post March, probably not going to get anything. So I'm going to throw it out there that we're probably not going to get any ring of honor shit, which is fine. Yeah. Um, because like, no, they, if this game goes well, they'll make another one. And boy, howdy, would I fucks with an AEW cross ring of honor game? So hard, so hard, especially if the first game plays well. Um, what I need, what I need is for Kenny Omega to get in Tony Khan's ear and to be like, listen, give New Japan, give Bushi Road however much money they want for us to be able to do a New Japan roster in our game. Oh, yeah. To do, that's, a, to do yeah. a full Forbidden Door game with AEW, New Japan, ROH. Fuck it. Give me impact as well. Like, just put everybody in it. I don't care. That would be I, cool. I, that, that won't happen, not but that happen. would be cool. I know, but that's... Because can you... Because tell me, you wouldn't immediately freak the fuck out if, like, for AEW Fight Forever 2, and, like, it's we get the first teaser trailer, and it's it's Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. I'm just going off of who's big, like, right now. Yeah. And then, you know, John Moxley's there, and, and Brian Danielson's there, and Jade Cargill's there, and it's, it's all... And all of these people... And then it goes to the screen, Fight Forever 2, PS5, Xbox Series X, PC, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts back to, and you ju- all you hear is just this, that opening little coin drop sound from Okada. Oh, I would shit my pants and then come shit yours. <laughs> it would just be, like, that would be, that is, the, that is the type of wild speculation that leads to disappointment, which is why I'm not, like, yeah. even remotely re- thinking it's going to happen. But, but realistic, realistically, what I said of next year, whenever we get the AEW Cross Ring of Honor game, if yeah. it plays well, that'll be dope. Because Asa, unlike what you just said, a like Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor, so that could actually happen. Or yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Give me two different games. Make me buy the same game twice. You know, I will pull two action figures out of the, the same thing minus one thing, and it's the head. Mm-hmm. I will buy if that AEW play game plays great. I will play, I will buy for $60 or 70 because I have, we do PS5. 
um, I will buy Fight Forever 2, and then I will buy Ring of Honor... Honor Mania. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to call it. Um, Like, if it's the same game, but a different roster, but, like, we have that, like, I will buy that. Not even a DLC pack, because if I want a Ring of Honor game, I want that full roster, because then you can go and, like, do the WWE thing where they get Legends, where it's like, oh, well, like, yeah, CM Punk is in the AEW game, but you can unlock classic CM Punk for Ring of Honor. Like, all right, now I'm disappointing myself. <laughs> so we can go no, on to things that no, no. actually happened. You're not disappointing yourself because you were pitching a terrible money grab idea. If they said like, hey, so we own both companies, but we're not going to put ROH in the AEW game because you have to pay full price for an ROH game. No, that would be terrible. I'm not nope, going to let I'd, you get excited about that. that no, I'd be- buy it. I'd buy it twice. Fuck it. And you're wrong for it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we did get a couple of updates to WWE 2K22. Uh, they expanded the MyGM mode into allowing tag team titles. Baffling that it wasn't there to begin with, but hey, they added it. I will give them credit for that. And also for free, correct me on this. Yeah, this is not NXT, one of the paid ones. The NXT 2.0 arena got added. Yeah. So uh, it's super important to note, like this doesn't sound like a big deal if you're not super familiar with like wrestling game. Like, uh, I'm going to use the word precedent again because I can't think of a better word for it. But, like, whenever 2K would update previously, prior to 2K20, um, we may get every once in a while, like, a new move or a new entrance animation or something like that, where it's like, oh, they gave Dolph Ziggler his actual championship animation or some shit like that. I think that was one that they did one time. Mm-hmm. We got a whole new arena. Um, there's also some speculation, because this is the update that's going to allow uh, people to play as the DLC pack coming out next week, I believe, which is Rikishu, Maga, Yokozuna... Omos and uh, Casey Cat and Zaro because that's who she is in the 2K game. Um, but also, like, so that was the update that we're getting. It's the one to prep us for that DLC pack next week. Uh, yes, sir. You just gave me a face. Is, yeah, no. So is Walter in 2K? He's already in the game. Yes, and is he's he, Walter. And he is Walter. Okay, that's what. Yeah. That, that, that was just my. I was like, I wonder if they're going to like. Uh, oh, what's it called? When they just sneak in and do a tiny little change, like it's not even a full patch. That's uh, just an update. I would just if, call it an if update. They do, if they do a stealth update of uh, where they change his name to Gunther. Yeah, and that's something that well, could they... happen because because also it's super important to note in these patch notes. I wish I'd have actually pulled the patch notes up. But um, so we got the 2.0 arena. They added tag team to my GM. So it's cool to see that they're... I they would they should have known like they knew that that was going to be a problem. So I'm sure once they pushed the game out, they were like, "All right, cool, we need to get working on this update," which shows that they're working on shit because they also gave us a brand like they gave us the 2.0 arena, um, which is cool because that's like current. Like they're at least trying to keep the game as current as possible. You can't do it with the roster, so do it with everything else. Um, but they also apparently, and I haven't like looked looked into it, but in some of the patch notes, they removed some older commentary that's not as relevant and added relevant and added new commentary lines that are more relevant so like it's neat to see that they like were kind of they're looking into the game and being like all right cool what can we do to make it a little bit more immersive for our fan base which is appreciated whereas like 2k like what they used to do is they would push the game out and then they would fix glaring problems if they could fix it but I think now after like wwe had that whole thing where they weren't sure if they were going to stick with 2k after this one they were like oh shit, we're actually going to have to like support this game. Mm-hmm. Which good, like support it because it's a good game. Um, the On the publisher side, or the developer and publisher side, not the fan side, we're doing everything we can. Um, the game I think is has sold well, and like a lot of people seem really excited for the DLC updates. Of course there are some people being like, well Rikishi was in the game two games ago, why do we have to pay for it now? Uh, it's part of a season pass, dude. Like we're getting two characters that we haven't have never gotten in a game and one character that we haven't gotten in quite a while with uh, Yokozuna and Umaga. Now that I say it out loud, we haven't gotten Umaga in quite a while. I want to say this is the first time Umaga has been in the game since like, Oh six. Like it it was a ridiculous amount of time. I remember it. Oh no, no, it had been like 2010 or something like that. But yeah, no, it was definitely while he was still alive. Oh yeah. No, we had, this will be the first posthumous um, appearance in the game which so. somebody that fucking deserves it like i don't think people talk about umaga enough no not at all because he like that's me agreeing with you not yeah dismissing it it's no no no, it's, no i yeah he is so, he's so good that feud with cena is that's another one where you look at it and it's just like cena didn't need to win that 
No. Uh, I, like, in it, that could have been a short title reign. Like, say what you will about Kane's WWF title reign, but at least he had one. You could have done that with Umaga. You could have given him, like, uh, like a one-day title reign and at least give him that, because that dude deserved it. He was one of the most... Like, his feud with Jeff Hardy, that's the one I always go whenever they were trading that the IC, IC. But at, at least that one did what it was supposed to do, where Umaga would have the belt for a little bit, Jeff Hardy would have the belt for a little bit. And it kind of... And, like, those matches were always fun. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, we got to talk about Umaga tonight. That makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, but next way. next week I'll get to talk about the update, which adds five new people. When does it uh, come out? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So I'll have so a couple. Yeah, days. You, have a, you have a couple days to. Yeah. Mess um, with that. I'm kind of excited to see how they do uh, Omas though. Uh, that's the one I'm like the most excited for. Because mm. I've so. played as all the other ones, <laughs> except for it, Casey Catanzaro, but. Yeah, and then, so, those are the two big updates. Are they adding any, like, arenas or anything to the... Because I know the last, like, 2K20, which they did a weird, like... They did all the weird cyberpunk zombies That game, stuff. if that game would have played correctly, that game would have been one of my favorite wrestling games of all time. With the cool shit they did with the season pass. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Be- but it's they're not doing anything like that with this. No. It's just the characters. Unless they shadow drop it, which like that would be cool. Where it's like, oh, you bought the season pass. Here is, um, uh, fuck, what would it be? Some thing from 2008 that Umaga had a big match in or something. Mm-hmm. Or WrestleMania nine, whenever. Uh, WrestleMania eight or nine, whenever Yokozuna won the WWE title. Um, Hogan wanted a second later, but that one would be cool because it's the outside. It's the Trump Plaza arena. Um, that was always one of my favorite manias just aesthetic wise. Cause it was outdoors and it was like throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, something cool like that would be added. The one thing that, oh, and this is one more, uh, if you go to Alexa bliss right now, it used to just say Alexa bliss, but now it says Alexa bliss. Um, oh my God. What's it called? Uh, parentheses. No, apostrophe. Apostrophe. apostrophe 21. Asterisk? Uh, no, no, no. Apostrophe. Oh, oh no, yeah. Because it's, ju- okay. it's just 21. Gotcha, yeah. Um, so it says that now, which is the uh, Firefly Funhouse Alexa Bliss, and that's the mm-hmm. model we get in the game. Um, it, there's a lot of people that are in the game under different models that you can get through my faction. And there are certain people that you can only play or see during the My Rise mode. And seeing that little apostrophe 21 is telling us that we might get people like Donovan Dijakovic. Um, that's a kind of a long shot because they did say that that won't happen. But the like goddess Alexa Bliss, that model is in the game that you can play in my faction. Like if you get that card, you can use that version of Alexa Bliss. And can, it's you only, on- can you only use it in my faction? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And there's like a Triple H with hair. It doesn't look great. Um, because it's just the current model with hair and, uh, like that looks bad, but there are some other ones. Um, mankind is in the game, but like, he is not in the game right now. I think he's in like my, like his models in the game. I don't know if it's in my faction cause I haven't seen that card yet, mm-hmm. but like we have seen his model and we're getting cactus Jack in a later DLC. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's going to be a, my faction card where it's like, Oh, well, you can play as mankind in my faction. I don't like that model as much. I'm not saying 2K22 is a perfect game, but I'm hoping that they just start updating with the things where it's like, oh, you bought the DLC that got Cactus Jack, here's Mankind. Because we already fucking made it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, 2K22, It's uh, they're doing cool shit with it. If they keep updating like this, where it's like we get free updates with arenas and shit, that's cool. They're at least showing us that they're working on the game consistently. Even if it's something that they were working on and didn't finish until, like, three weeks ago, and they were like, oh, hey, we did do this, by the way. I That's a cool little thing that they added that I'm a fan of. Because it's not just the 2.0 arena. We're also getting, like, the nameplates are 2.0 branded. The in-between, like, the uh, graphics in between the matches are, like, 2.0 graphics. Like, they're adding cool shit. So, I'm happy to, to see that as a whole. And that is that is good. Like, I, I, I like that the care has been taken into this game and it, it very clearly shows that they gave a shit, yeah. which is all you can, you can really ask. Like I said, I still haven't picked it up. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um, just because I don't know if I want to spend the money on another game that I'm already so backlog heavy on, but maybe we'll see. Um, but that is it for the show. One thing that I meant to mention at the top of the show and I completely forgot because I am a terrible at this is 
if you aren't able to go to the Glory Pro show live at the pageant this Sunday, you can stream it live and watch it on their YouTube channel. Um, so if you just go to their YouTube channel on uh, the Glory Pro YouTube channel, let me get that actual link for you in just a second. I thought... I just realized looking at my Rey Mysterio figure, Asa, that I'm going to go buy a Rey Mysterio action figure tonight. You're going to buy it? You're going to go buy a Rey Mysterio action figure? There's a new one at Target that I saw yesterday that I was like, oh, I don't need it. But the issue is I have this super dope uh, Mysterio, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio figure, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I'll get rid of this if I buy the new one. Because the new one's like in pink and black gear, and I really like that look. Anyway, go ahead. Did you get that? uh, Yeah, it's it's YouTube.com slash GloryProLive is their YouTube link. So go check that out there. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at nerdiest part for the show. I'm at the five star man with the number five. Uh, Dalton is at PZ 85 D Anthony. And that is that. Although I will say Dalton, you've had bad luck with Mysterio's at target of seeing one, not buying it and then going back and it's gone. So shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm just saying all, <laughs> but everyone have a good week. Hopefully I will see you at glory pro this coming weekend. And then CCW is next weekend, and then I think that's it for live shows for a little bit until AEW comes to St. Louis on the 15th. I want to go for my birthday, but we'll talk about more more of both of those as we get closer to them. Until next week, thank you all so very much. We appreciate the hell out of you. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and watch wrestling. <laughs>